1: Adidas.
3: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty Chad
1: McDavid to nurse shoots go.
0: Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You prepared to trade your uh, first round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward.
2: The right guy to me to come in and coach that team in the future? Dave Tippett. That's all I'm going to say. We have to earn the right to be a playoff team first. got to have a regular season where you earn that right to be a playoff team. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And,
1: you know, I, I think they're trying
3: to move them. How about Zach Hyman's first as an Oiler?
1: This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Comes McDavid back at Connor McDavid. He just went right down the middle.
0: We've added some pieces, and uh, the hope and expectation there is that we that we can
2: take another step. I came here and want to be a part of this team, and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach
4: Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And
2: this
3: is
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
3: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer On the official
2: station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 check.
0: age of 74 what a voice this is Oilers now Bob Stauffer joining you from Rogers Place a optional today for the Edmonton Oilers on the heels of what turned out to be a very ugly night last night at Rogers Place and a result that will nothing uh, do nothing to appease a very frustrated fan base team and, frankly, anybody that's around the club right now. Oilers now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. by or next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one-owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer, Cody Jansen with you. Brendan Escott remains on the DL. The Edmonton Oilers started good. And then it just unraveled and got ugly. And uh, there have been some moves made over the course of the day. Smaller moves. We'll get to those in a second. We'll tell you that Jack Michaels will join us at 12.20 today. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for mid-city construction at 12.35 at 1.05 today. Alan May longtime Washington Capitals player and broadcaster. Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta at 1.35 Quickly into the news and notes of the day. Our top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling uh, the edmonton Oilers have placed kyle turris on waivers they have also uh, begun termination of a contract with tim sutherland who was the extra contract moved back to edmonton in the duncan keith trade that saw caleb jones uh, get moved to the chicago blackhawks so sutherland is uh, about to head back to Europe, obviously. Uh, Reports this morning, and they were well-cited, suggested that Edmonton was going to sign Brad Malone to an NHL deal. The only problem, and we've sort of hinted to that over the last couple weeks, that might be an option. Malone was a very popular player when he was here. He's uh, improved his quickness. He's dealt with a little bit of injuries, but uh, a good core sort of character-type player. Uh, He has subsequently reported positive on the COVID front. Given the tourist move, would not surprise me if by uh, tomorrow we see Seth Griffith uh, up from the minors. He's had a very good stretch here of late in Bakersfield and looked pretty good in the game against Seattle. Edmonton's going to need a lot more than Seth Griffith to get the fortunes of the club turned around. We will tell you that you can reach us in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780 Slot machines at River Cree now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, daily dining specials at more than their 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to therivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley 5 Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashley5floors.com. Yes, meatloaf passes away at the age of 74. Uh, the man could just flat out sing. And we'll be uh, paying homage to him uh, on each of the half-hour breaks coming out of the uh, respective news updates. <laughs> Uh, Let's get to it. It is time for the orders Now Audio Vault, presented daily by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business. Outfit your your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. That's Direct Workwear. We'll start with Cam Moon on the call. Audio recap of uh, what turned out to be a, a very disappointing night at Rogers Place.
1: Huck on the blue line, Ekblad over to Huberdeau, to the side of the net, pass over to Barkov! He scores! Alexander Barkov off the right wing, got a saucer pass and shoots it just by Koskinen. Power play goal, it's 1-0 Florida. Tour in from behind the net, pass over to the left, Verhege scores! Right off the left wing, that was an absolute bullet! As Carter Verhage went short side upstairs, off the bar and in on Koskinen, it's 2-0 Florida. Now to Barkov into the Oilers zone, he'll shoot, scores. Barkov cut to the middle. He goes glove side on Koskinen, it's 3-0 for the Panthers. Reinhardt out to oh in front of the net, missed by Duclair, here's Barkov, hit shot, save the rebound, scores at the side of the net, Duclair puts it home, a power play goal to make it 4-0 for Florida. Round to Lundell, it comes loose to Bennett, he'll go right to the net, backhand scores! Sam Bennett goes to the net, puts the backhand off the post and in on the glove side of Koskinen to make it 5-0 for Florida. Now into the corner, comes back out to Tippett, he scores! Played a little give and go with Mamet, and Owen Tippett snaps it home to make it 6-0. All
0: right, uh, yep, Edmonton is now 2-11-2. In their last 15 games, I will tell you that uh, this is year 14 for me, and um, there were two stretches where the organizations had one win in 21 games. And during those times, uh, this was before McDavid and Settle were on the team. I-, I think there was a realization that the team was basically rebuilding. After a 16 and 5 start, once uh, nobody saw 2 11 and 2. It's not pretty. Duncan Keith had these comments last night. I thought Duncan was really good back in the Otter's Now Audio Vault. On uh the loss last night and the Oders ongoing scenario. Twenty-third time in twenty-seven games where the opposition has scored first, including fourteen of the last fifteen games. Here's Duncan Keith.
2: The way things are going right now, it's it's been uh it's been tough. I mean it's frustrating, but at the end of the day, it's gonna have to it's gonna have to be us in there to that uh pull together and, and find a way to, to stick in those games and, and keep it close and, um, and find a way to tie that up or, or keep it, uh, uh, you know, a tighter game. Um, you know, we got a. I I think the b- a big thing would be trying to find our way to, to get that first goal, get a, get a better feeling on the room and just the way things are going right now when we, we get down, it's it's uh, it's frustrating. Keith
0: added some additional thoughts on finding a way to win.
2: We've got to find a way to, to change that momentum. And then once it goes the other way, we build off that positive energy and uh, and start building the other way. And then it can you get a good feeling back in it. But you know, we've we've gotta we've gotta play a patient game and, and stick with it. And just because, you know, we're not getting some bounces in the first. It doesn't really matter uh, we've got to keep finding a way to stick to our game plan and and uh, and try to get that first one
0: all right that is uh, Duncan Keith of the Edmonton Oilers who's playing over 20 minutes a game uh, we mention that he's plus two on defense and some people say well that's a bs stats Stofford. the reality is that since we've got back from christmas it's my belief that duncan keith has been the Oilers' best defenseman evidence 5 and two during that run darnell nurse is part of the Oilers' long established leadership core with connor mcdavid and leon dry i mean these guys are the core of the team nurse had these comments following last night's game on the leaders
4: this is this is a true test of leadership it's easy to be a leader when you're nine and one, or 16 and five. It's, it's easily a team, and go out and be the rah rah guy. This right here, getting out of this is is a test for all the leaders on our team. Getting out of this is is what's going to make our team better. And no, there's there's no excuse to, to. I don't know if there's a fountain of tricks. There's no there's no excuse. You got to show up every day and with your hard hat on. That's the only way to get out of this. So that's there's there's no tricks to it. To be a leader, you got to show up every day and. And bring the same amount of work. So that's our job. That's uh, what we have to do to dig ourselves out of this. Like I said, this is when uh, this is when you really have to lead.
0: Wetter's penalty kill is just in a world of hurt. Second time in the last 15 games where they've gone, uh, had a game where the opposition team scored three power play goals. It's been an absolute free fall for a while. Of course, a team save percentage of 8.56 in the last 15 games is as ugly as it gets had these thoughts on the orders PK struggles.
4: We know how to kill. We've we've done it at a high level and multiple years over long stretches. So this is, uh, you know, you, you get mad when you're giving up uh, giving up goals, but you can't you can't lose the identity and and what makes us successful. When we're killing them, when we're on our toes. When we're you know at work in the the PP, that's that's when we kill off penalties, and we haven't been doing that enough. So. We, uh, we gotta be better we got give our we gotta give our five on five and, and power play a chance I mean you can't ask your power play to score two goals a night um to, to be even with the other team so we gotta be better there
0: all right uh some immediate responses on the Ashley fine floors text line seven 496 zero six63 we knew it was coming and it's understandable there's no other way to say it team goes two eleven and two a team with uh, the two t- highest scoring players in the league. Over the last three plus seasons. By the way, Connor McDavid doesn't have a goal at home in the last eight games, but you need to stop along the way too, and it's uh, it's on everybody. General manager has got to find a way to. A lot of questions about the goaltending, and they're fair questions right now. They're going to get debated here. Some of the deployment from a coaching perspective. I mean, the team goes out against Duncan Keith. A lot of people thought, well, Duncan Keith and Evan Bouchard would be a, a real good pairing. Haven't seen that 5V5 all season long? The Ashley5 floors: is-
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price.
4: Go to your happy price, price line.
0: Text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to Ashley Fine Floors. Dot com. You can also reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 7804960063. Slot machines at the River Cree now open 24 7. More chances to play, more chances of winning. Non stop excitement, the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada, plus daily dining specials at more than their 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to the River Cree Resort.com. It's a tough stretch. There's no question. Fletch in Calgary says, last night's game was an embarrassment, and I'm now going on strike. I'm not watching the Oilers for the rest of the year. This game was literally like having a root canal with an anesthetic. Thank goodness Louie and Jack were on TV to add some much-needed humor to an otherwise brutal game. Bob, this is where you play Bat Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Again, you text us at 780-496-0063. The GM that made this mess needs to go, says another texter. We were told to wait for last summer for Holland to put a stamp on the team, and this is what we're left with. And obviously the goaltending situation is the worst-case possible scenario. Bob, the Oilers, uh, Lee has texted the show to say, the Oilers need a uh, cap relief. Make a trade with a team that has cap room. I'm thinking give New Jersey Koskinen, Sam Rukoff, and Lavoie, or Koskinen, a 2023 uh, second-rounder. And uh, the Oilers get back their 2022 fourth rounder. Now they have cap room and uh, a pick to trade. Uh, well, you're moving a second in 2023, and you're moving up a couple of prospects. I get what you're saying. Again, uh, you can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, I wonder if Daryl Cates should just get Stoffer to hire the next management team. President Kevin Weeks, General Manager Chris McFarland, Coach Jay Woodcroft from Randy. Chris McFarland's going to get a job at some point as general manager. There's no question that's coming down the path for him. Uh, Bob, I want to freak out and start cursing the goalie because I think a lot of the goals he left were crap. He's definitely not NHL caliber. But the other side of the coin says we didn't score any goals, so we weren't winning this game even if he would have stopped them all. That uh, one comes to us from Norm. That is a bit of a look at some of the response we're getting. It's 12-20 in Edmonton. We will take a timeout. And... Uh, Oh, we are just getting some more information right now. Uh, Yeah, again, the Edmonton Oilers placing Kyle Turris on waivers and Tim Soderlund on unconditional waivers. And momentarily, we'll hook up with Jack Michaels from the Oilers Radio Network. Very lightly attended optional today. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was on the ice. No Mike Smith on a day in which Meatloaf passes away. And I only bring that up because uh, Jack Michaels and myself on top of...
3: Go ahead. Give me your karaoke resume. (laughs) One of my four all-time victories was with For Crying Out Loud by Meatloaf. (laughs) Only Bob Stauffer would have four all-time victories programmed in his head in terms of karaoke. Well, that was out of 274 karaoke (laughs) appearances. And again, uh, the 80s were a wild time. It it should be noted. I'm glad you're in a good mood because uh, and, and oh, you actually tough. got a compliment from a couple texters saying that you and uh, Louie had the levity going in the third period. Well, uh, there was there was levity, but you had obviously with the game, you know, decided the Barkoff goal, you know, to make it three nothing. I think that goal. was it. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. You know, I, I was thinking though, Bob. You know, I think you have to treat this now as. It's a wash through thirty-six. Wow! And here, here's here's how I treat it that way: is obviously they're not going to go sixteen and five in the next twenty-one games. That I, I mean, I I don't see them doing that. But I also don't think they're going to be going to eleven and two in the next fifteen games. So you have to look at the fact you've got forty-six games left in the Western Conference this year what what would be realistic then if if you're not going to go 16 and 5 or you're not going to go 211 and 2 what's realistic to me 10 and 8 is realistic and when i say 10 and 8 i mean 10 7 and 1 if you go 10 7 and 1 twice this year in the Western Conference 8 games over 500 should get you in. All right. So here That's how I would break the
0: rest of the season well, down. Well, you are the eternal optimist. They got to they got to get their game. I I was actually going to hit you with the high hard one right. You and me have been at this for a while, 12 years. It's the low point. It's the nadir. It's it's
3: the- My dad's favorite word for what You're going through right now is the nadir.
0: This is is worse than the two one one wins in 21. Absolutely,
3: because of expectations and and well-founded expectations. When you get off to a 16 and five start, a lot of Oilers fans, justifiably so, felt like this was the year. Two disappointing playoff losses. So a motivated core team. You know, to to answer for what's happened in the first round of the playoffs the last two years combined with some good additions and a roster that, generally speaking, the Western Conference stacked up pretty well, plus the 16-5 and 5 start. All right. So it is absolutely fair to say this is the low point of – certainly the McDavid-Dryseidel era when you consider all the expectations Th- involved. This is the low point for me for the last 14 years. I agree. I I agree. At the very least, uh-huh. is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. You know, if you want to say, well, like You know what?
0: It didn't end well in 06-07 and I was covering the team at the other And that thing. was
3: one of those years where they... That, that was another year where they lost 20 of 21. Right. But they had a a ton. I mean they had half the team out by the end of the season. And the yeah. Ryan Smith thing, I think played a played a role yeah, on that. That was that was, there, there was it drama, itself. but anyways. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean it was. Yeah. It was it was that correct me if I'm wrong, but the trade precipitated I think they were two games into it and and yeah. and they just yeah. kind of that, fell that off was, a cliff. That,
0: that was in February of 07. All yeah. right. So so we're acknowledging so now we we should there is a qualifier in this. They're 2-10 and no, they're 2- Eleven and two. What are they against the East? Four ten and two. The four, East, four, they're ten. four
3: ten, ten and two, two. I believe. Right. Yes. So they played sixteen of the thirty-two games against. And the East, East is much stronger than uh, the much West. Much stronger. And they've what's they're the, eight and two inside the division. So I look at Calgary and Vancouver. You are the yeah. I look at Calgary and Vancouver as, as tipping points. For me, the time to really think that it's not the year is if they can't maintain their dominance inside the division. That's the one thing they've got to cling to right now. Is look, fellas. We're eight and two inside the division. Let's take care of business inside our division as a foundational point right. And build from there. Agreed. And and I don't think you're necessarily even clinging to it because two of those wins are in Vegas, atop the division. Another win is against Calgary. Another win against Anaheim. You know, those are the three teams right now with the you know with the top winning percentages in the division. Now they do have a home loss to LA, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> I I think that. Those two wins over Vegas combined with the fact that they've done well inside the division and reasonably well inside the conference is something that they've got to, you know, you can't just say, well, we've won two of our last 15. That's the way the rest of the season is going. If you do that, the season is over. You've got to look at the fact that now the schedule tilts back in your favor. Some division games, some Western Conference games, you've got to handle those. If you don't, if you don't do any better than you've done in the last 20 games, Bob, the season will be over. So there's no other alternative other than to take care of the business you've taken care of earlier in the year. And that starts with beating in Calgary and Vancouver, two teams you've already beaten this year. All right, so
0: Koskinen, who got the win against those two teams, is going he's going to have to pull it together
3: and uh, there's zero confidence from the fan base right now in Miko. we know that I mean, having said that you don't win without any goals that's the first time they've been yeah. shut out all year yeah. you, you couldn't win that game you're not going to win the game you lost six we offense.
0: saw a game last night where one team has zero confidence and another team's playing with a ton like the goal, exactly like the first two goals florida scored those were elite level goals yes and you contrast out the oiters and they couldn't uh, they could. Bobrovsky was terrific. He was, but still. And, and and Jack, as the game. Bully arvey that, that to me right there no in the net, final 10 no seconds.
3: Net, no net presence. They had, they had three slot shots in the final two periods, Jack. Bob, you're famous for every once in a while during our broadcast, you know, we'll go to break and you'll say, they're not getting one tonight. When Puliarvi got stopped, yeah. I started thinking they're not getting one tonight. Bobrovsky's locked in, yeah. and this is just the way it's going. Jack, thanks for bringing the energy. You got a favorite meatloaf song that we can come
0: back with at uh, twelve thirty-five? I
3: think you. I think you've already discussed it during the break. I think you're right on target with "Paradise by the Dashboard Light." Which, correct me if I'm wrong, was it not in a movie in the early '90s? Rocky uh, horror picture show was that the one. I want to I want to say even bigger than that. Somebody texts us on the
0: RC find Someone texts what, us what that movie, movie was Paradise Around
3: nineteen ninety. I was in high school. I remember it. Yeah, it but was big time. Best five years of my life was high now, school. Now what I didn't like in high school. I think it was the same year that the Meatloaf song. Remember that awful trio of Sting and uh, that was in Robin Hood. Sting uh who was it brian adams and who was the third guy rod stewart there was a famous song that they put in the robin hood movie in 1990 those were the two not everything big i soundtrack. do I do for you not- yeah oh, you can't like tell me that's brian like that. adams i get out of the country get out of the- <laughs> You're and brian adams go back to the rc well i did say brian Adams part of a trio uh-huh. now i've seen brian adams in concert have you yeah have you really you were there Oh, no, you weren't. No. We brought him in when Pat Quinn was the
0: head coach. The- oh, I missed that. Yeah. Hey, Jack, we got to go to news. Oh, really? Yeah, thanks, man.
3: No wonder you hired me for this segment. Eight, eight it's minutes. as short as possible. It's expensive. Let me tell you. Thanks for swinging <laughs> by. Don't See take you, your buddy. headset off yet. Off to- I know not to take my headset off. You know,
0: I, I slam them down all the time. Off to a global <laughs> news weather traffic update here with Eileen Bell. More in
3: orders now after this.